0: to Random Gaming Talk it's Entertainment Talks podcast for video games. I am your host Matthew joining me today my co-host is Robert. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Doing all right. Doing good. Um so uh yeah, I usually ask you what what you've been playing but we've both been playing the same big talked about game at the moment. Uh Cyberpunk 2077. Um we're going to do basically a segment here at the start. I know that we include the news. Usually later, but we're going to lump it all together as a big cyberpunk sort of um, segment here, both with our, with our impressions and with uh, some big news about the game as well. But uh, how do you feel?
1: What's your impressions so far? Uh, definitely doesn't feel ready for prime time. I mean, I would have hated another delay, but it's clear that it needed another delay. Um, outside of that, I mean, I've had a few small bugs. Generally, my hair doesn't load up on my character Uh, a couple times the health bar didn't load up i would have the health bar i could uh, um you know shoot you know whatever it just never actually displayed Mm -hmm. um anytime like a hint would pop up it would do like a hard freeze for like a good four or five seconds um but nothing like game crashy you know game ending um but other than that i mean it's okay Doesn't look very good on my on my One S. I got to admit it's it's. So what do you? They would have never been able to only put it on next gen consoles, but I got a feeling this should have just been exclusive to the next gen consoles. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, I'm in a bit of a torn situation
0: because um from my own actually i mean i've seen loads of videos of the bugs and the glitches and all sorts of just crazy stuff happening some of which were some of which is like funny bugs and glitches and some of which is like, okay come on this game like is kind of broken but then i've seen other people like myself say that okay yeah like the frame rates are a bit off there's a few i've had glitches here and there but none of none of them have actually interrupted my um like gameplay like i haven't had my car like fly up into the air or fall through the world or anything like that uh the only um glitch that i had the other day was um you did a mission and then you, you wake up in your apartment or whatever and i thought okay i'll I'll equip v with who's the guy that you play as uh equip him you know with clothes and guns and get get myself you know ready to go out into the, into the world and that uh put on all my all his clothes and stuff and um Some of them he didn't have on. I think it was his trousers and his boots that he didn't have on. Um, Obviously, I can't see the players. uh, Well, couldn't at the time see the player's face, so I don't know if he had um, the glasses that I put on him because I didn't. You know, you can like look look in the mirror in your apartment. Uh, I didn't do that before I left. I just sort of clicked on the buttons to get the clothes on, clothes rather on, and then that was it. So I didn't actually see the top half of my character. Um, I've not really had much else bad that's happening the The only two things that are really not quite gone right for me is there's a few frame rate issues which i did actually kind of expect and load times but i'm i'm fine with long load times especially for a game like this on a ps4 because uh, in case some of you don't know i'm playing on a base ps4 not a launch one because uh mine isn't from 2013 i got mine a couple of years ago um so mine's a bit of a better performing sort of playstation 4 but it's sort of like you, you're either gonna get kind of three experiences from this game either you're going to play it in the state that i've got it which like okay there's a few problems here and there but playable 80 to 5 to 90 percent of the time and i've gotten into the story a bit more there's a lot of characters to kind of get used to um or like to you know get to know them and that sort of thing and that's all been good the combat i struggled with originally but i kind of just needed to get into the groove of things um, and now that I have done that, and I feel like I'm at a point with the game as well where... Okay, I probably need some better weapons. That will happen later when I either buy some or uh, craft them or, or whatever. So you're either going to have an experience like that or something that's a bit more in the middle where... Okay, a few things will happen to you, but you'll generally enjoy the game. Or you'll have the other experience, which is where this game is just a complete massive car crash for you. So um, cause I was kind of as I was playing this game and, you know, in different sessions and things because i streamed the first hour that i did which that all went pretty well A few little problems here and there but nothing again nothing that broke the game or really got in my way um i was kind of thinking to myself that like, okay the message that i've been you know saying about on this podcast don't accept you know stop accepting bad AAA a video games um you know h- how does this game apply to that well i mean yeah, the, the 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 broken version of the game that I've seen that's a bad AAA v- video game. But the version that I've got, which is a better performing version, and I'm lucky to have that version, is a better AAA game. So, d- d- you know, the question I've kind of been asking myself: Does Cyberpunk fall under the category of a bad AAA game that you shouldn't accept? It depends on what version of the game that you actually get, um, which is a bit of a sort of. Um, roll of the dice, uh, as far as I've seen. Um, but wh- wh- where do you kind of stand on all that?
1: Yeah, I definitely want to like it more than I do. I guess yeah. would be the best way there's to a say lot of that.
0: Things really, there's a really a lot of good things going for this game. A ton of. Yeah, like... I mean,
1: I I can definitely see the potential in it. It's just not there yet. But then you got to remember, Witcher Three, when that first came out, that was a buggy clusterfuck of a mess and eventually became the amazing game that it is now Mm -hmm. so I think it will get there eventually it's just not there right now
0: yeah yeah I mean to answer my own kind of question about like is this a bad AAA video game my experience with it isn't what I class as a bad AAA video game therefore I'm accepting the game so um yeah that's that's kind of the experience that, I, that i've had in terms of like the level of bugs and glitches that you've had how has that sort of gone for you is, it, is there anything really bad that sort of happened or has it been under control for the most part
1: Nothing super bad i mean nothing like really makes me want to like throw the controller at the wall or something like that it's mm. just most of it is just it doesn't look very good on my system um, and unfortunately since it is a console there's nothing I can really do about that mm-hmm. I have seen better um, versions you know running on higher end PCs um, yeah. so that's one of those things that again like like we talked about before this was gonna be christening my Series X and obviously that didn't happen so because
0: mm-hmm. yeah. I've even heard from different people that have all kind of said like they've got top of the line PCs um, some of which have said like yeah this is a great experience some of which have said like look I've got a really really good PC but this game's kind of still broken for me so it when you whether it's on PS4 or Xbox or PC or whatever versions of whatever consoles that you've got or a Series X or PS5 you're more likely I think to experience it in a bad way on an old PS4 or on an old Xbox uh, which neither of us are playing on a console like that uh, in that sort of state, because like I said, my my PS4 isn't an old one. It's a it's it's only a couple of years old, really. It's not a launch, 2013 PlayStation 4 is what I'm trying to say. It still just does seem like it's okay when you install that game when you boot it up. It's it's a roll of the dice as to what you're gonna get. So uh, there was one mission yesterday I played actually that confused me a little bit. You know when I'm gonna not I'm not gonna get into spoilers here. I'm just gonna sort of explain the mission a little bit you know when you have to get your you know when you go to get your car back Mhm. yeah and you get in the car and you immediately have a car crash like that car crashes into you i straight away thought okay i've got into this car and like an npc's crashed straight into me and i thought like oh i can't get out of this car and you know this is this is terrible but that's actually that's actually scripted because that's part yep. of the mission that you do so i was like oh well, great here we go you know my car's like flown up into the air or whatever uh or it's, it's sort of just you know car crash um and I, I couldn't get out of the car straight straight away i thought great i'm stuck in this car this is my first bad glitch and this is terrible um but no it's actually scripted and it's part of the mission so uh, i'm glad that wasn't a bug because uh, i've seen i've seen videos of people being in their cars and they'll either not crash into something or they hit something and then your car will just fly through the sky and then when you go to land it will just fall through the world and all that kind of thing so um there's what i've got other issues with this game actually other than its performance and things i think the characters are quite good in this uh, i did just get to the part where you meet this isn't a spoiler he's been all over the uh promotion um johnny silverhand uh keanu reeves's character uh, i've sort of just gotten to that part which is how far would you say that is? Six hours? Eight hours? Something like it's that. It's at the
1: start of Act Two, so not that not that long into it, really. Yeah. yeah. Basically, basically, all the Act...
0: side stuff that you've done and, and all that. Yeah.
1: yeah. Not not counting side missions. The main mission for Act One is basically just a really extended uh, tutorial. Mm-hmm. Um And just just a note on that as well, not to carry on with what I was
0: saying before. I have found this game to be um like if you do, just kind of follow the story, you can almost play it like a linear video game. Um, like if you just keep going through the the story, because it very rarely actually breaks away from that, which is I found really interesting for an open world game. Uh, but what I was going to say a minute ago, uh, I like the story, I like the characters, I like the story somewhat. I think this game's got some really bad pacing issues. Um, like how the story is kind of told. There is a lot of okay, go to do this thing and then stop and then you get injured or something happens. and It feels like there's a lot of stop and start in this game. Um, how do you kind of feel about the pacing and things?
1: Yeah, it's definitely a lot of hit and miss with the pacing. Mm. Um, I'm, it's kind of hard for me to talk about because I don't want to do spoilers, but I have right. ran into things to where I try to do something like non-violently and then I get stuck in a way that I can't not be non-violent. And then um, when I have to violent my way out of that uh, building, then the the AIs are just standing there waiting for me to shoot them in the face. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the combat so far? Uh, hit or miss. Um, shooting's kind of all over the place. There's no real tight feeling of that. Hmm. I've done a little bit of melee. I don't get it either. Yeah. I really want
0: to get one of them arm blades because I haven't got one yet. Um, which they they tease you a little bit because you go to get like an augmentation thing for one of the missions. And I was like, oh, the blade, the blade is there. Because I, t- I remember when they first talked about that and they talked about like melee combat and the different weapons you could get. Because um, uh, I think melee combat will be a lot easier with them. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a bit awkward when like you haven't got a gun in certain situations and someone's firing at you and you're trying to sort of dodge out their way a little bit and then punch them in the face. That can be sort of slightly awkward um the actual handling of the guns i find to be kind of an interesting challenge at certain points uh i mean some of the guns like the submachine guns in this game feel really really weak and again maybe i haven't got like the most powerful ones or whatever i've actually found the pistols and the shotguns to be my more go-to kind of guns Uh, not the revolver that you get at the start i found that to be really poor Uh, but there was a couple of pistols that i used that i found to be way more powerful than than the uh assault rifles um and the, the shotgun i i like using some of the shotguns in the game as well they've been pretty good
1: so yeah you got to really really read into the stats because some of them eh, will seem yeah. weak because of the the dps numbers but then they'll have like all kinds of status effects and that'll really change how effective some guns are so mm-hmm. yeah what what do you tend to try to use uh generally pump shotgun yeah. Especially since at least in this build before whatever next patch comes out the AI just sends to stand there and do nothing so I can run up and just unload in their face and just do massive amounts of damage. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I found a couple of times with the shotguns, um,
0: I was able to actually like knock an enemy over onto the floor. Not with not by hitting them, but by shooting them. And mm-hmm. then I'll just keep pumping bullets into them on the floor. I actually found that to be to be quite fun. Um yeah, uh, well, one of the complaints I heard about this game is the enemies are a bit bullet spongy. I think that's both a. Com- I don't think that's actually a problem in the game. I think that's a it, that's a combination of you've got to remember that you're not you're not fighting always against normal humans. You're fighting against either people that have got cybernetics or actual robots in certain situations. So they're gonna be they're gonna be better than humans because they have got augmentations and stuff. And like you said, with some of the guns just being really quite weak, I think it's a combination of both of those things. Because um, you're not just shooting normal humans. So, um, yeah. But overall, I am enjoying my time with it. It is a little bit hit and miss here and there. Um, I just want the game to stop doing this. My, my my biggest actual problem with the game isn't to do with the technical stuff. Again, because the dice that I rolled, I got a slightly better version of the game. Um I just want the story to stop being so stop and start and let me let me kind of like get into the missions and start upgrading my weapons. I'm I'm really excited to keep doing that kind of stuff. Um and like start getting some augmentations and start getting some of these like cooler weapons and more powerful weapons. Um I'm looking forward to not the grind of that but the sort of progression of that as well. Um the characters have been kinda of, kind of interesting. Some of them are a bit more forgettable than others, but they've mostly been quite good. So um but, yeah, that's, that's my general sort of feelings. I've actually got more problems with the pace of the story than the actual technical aspects of the game. Um, but, yeah, that's overall how I feel. I think we've kind of um, said our feelings on the game. Let's um, tie some news bits in here, actually, because we're sort of finished with our impressions a little bit. Um, what did you want to talk about news-wise from the game?
1: Uh, I just think it's interesting, all the reactions to it. Um Sony actually delisting it off of their store digitally. Yeah, you can't find Um, it on there at the moment. Sony and Microsoft and uh, Box Store Best Buy offering refunds of the games. Yeah. Did it get taken off the Microsoft store? Not yet. You can still purchase it digitally, um, but they did expand their refund policies. Yeah. Um, Now, however, you can request a refund. Um, That doesn't mean you'll actually get it. I I forget... um, with their refund policy, sometimes you know if you played it for like so many hours, they won't refund it, mm. which makes sense. Um, but yeah, just I feel bad for CD Projekt Red in the sense that they were really in a no-win situation. They can't, they couldn't have delayed it again; people would have lost their shit. Yeah, and some um,
0: death threats, but like, because yeah, they already did it. So so
1: stupid, people. Dear God. Yeah. Um. Bit, I'll tell
0: you the ironic thing about that, right. So you've got a developer who's making a game that you're looking forward to. Good. They delayed it because they want it to be better. And then you want to kill that person? Yeah. That's making the game that you are looking forward to? And if you kill that person, then they can't release the game? It doesn't really work. But anyway, that's a different point.
1: Um, yeah, and, and the only tiniest bit of excuse that I'll give for that, and it's not even a big one, is just this year has been such shit that everybody's at their breaking point i'm still not forgiving people for saying that but there's more frustration in the world than normal. oh yeah yeah yeah
0: but yeah the def- only
1: thing we're in abundance right now than frustration is hydrogen
0: um <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah
1: still just don't do that yeah
0: be be nice to the just be nice to the people that make things that you're looking forward to it's as simple as that so um but, yeah, it sucks what's happened with this game, and um look, if you got your dice rolled and you ended up with the worser version of the game, you know it's well it's not our job to say sorry because we're not in charge of any of this, but uh me and Robert were lucky enough to get better versions of this game. uh it is strange how that kind of works. I think that's just a victim of this thing being available in so many different places, like you got the xbox one, you got the xbox um one s the series x, the um series s the series x and then you've got the ps4 the ps5 and then you've got the ps4 pro and then the ps5 digital and then you've got the loads of different versions of pc um there was they they did probably get themselves in a situation where there was just too many different things for them to release this game on i'm not putting that out there as an excuse i'm just putting that out there as a sort of this is probably why that happened um but i don't know so but um, anything else you want to add to this? I think we've kind of spoken. Yeah, uh,
1: it's one of those things that, you know, if you're thinking about saying something, you know, just take a beat, take a breath, and then think, is this something that I really want to put out in the world? Because mm. that's what I do with anything. I'll I'll type it out, and I'll think, okay, do I want to put this out in the world? And then I'll either go yes or no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty much it for cyberpunk um, I'm going to end that segment
0: here I am going to clip this out and sort of release it as it's own little cyberpunk impressions kind of thing um, anything else you've been playing?
1: a uh, little bit of this and that um, did a couple of sessions of Among Us on, on Mel's stream the other day that's a lot of fun cool. uh, one of her regulars is actually a musician and wrote a bop song about uh, Among Us called Murder Beans because so. you, your character looks like a little bean and you go around murdering everybody. Mm-hmm. That was that one clip that I sent you on uh, on Facebook. Okay, right. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's hilarious. Um, fun game, especially you know when it's with your friends. You know, Maybe a couple of pints in. It can be a lot of fun. <laughs> um, other than that... Sure, is du- that du- this
0: is probably a stupid question, but I need the answer anyway. Is that cross platform on everything
1: that it's on? I... Don't know. It's okay, mo- I... it was a mobile game, and then it got ported to PC. So I know that you can play on PC and mobile. It's supposed to be part of Game Pass on PC now, okay. and then Xbox uh, after the new year. Mm-hmm. Um. So I got ga- I got to imagine it's going to be cross platform between PC and Xbox. If it's going to be between PC and mobile devices, mm. um. I don't know if it's coming to PlayStation or not. Um, I can't imagine why it wouldn't. Yeah. Um, it's a, yeah. it's a fun game. It's also a very minimal requirement game. Cause yeah. we were talking about that off air yeah. when I was telling, telling you about it. It plays on windows seven. That's how little of a computer you need to play the game. Oh, cool. I think during the game awards, they announced that, um, it's on switch
0: as well. So I need to look into that. Yeah.
1: It's it's coming out on switch. It's a, it's a fun game. Um, mm-hmm the switches internet thing pfft, good luck trying to figure that one out yeah just have to go on discord or something so yeah um but yeah i
0: did get a new uh phone the other day which was good because i really needed one uh because the battery on the other one was terrible Uh, and i did download among us on my phone so i've got it at least in one place and then of course i can play it on switch if i need to um so yeah at some point we do need to um, I was gonna say link up. Is that the right word? Team up, party up. Or yeah. Whatever. Uh, I would
1: like... love like a, a cross between with us and uh, uh, Geek Town. Just get like Gray mm-hmm. and Matt and Bex and a couple other people. Mm-hmm. Just how many, get that How in. many people can you like have in one? Uh, minimum five. The way it works is there's a maximum of ten. Okay. And then whoever's creating the basic game can say there's either one imposter or two imposters, and then change the different. Uh, Aspects of how many tasks to do and what not And how fast the kill cooldown is And other aspects to it um, But yeah, I mean It's it's not really that hard of a requirement I actually pulled it up here on uh, The Steam page mm-hmm. System requirements Windows 7, Service Pack 1 Processor, SSE2 Instructional set Basically any processor in a computer In the last 5 years 1 gig of RAM um, 250 megs of space that's it. It is a super ah. minimal game. Interesting. Like your laptop. As much as you complain about your laptop, <laughs> you could do it on your laptop. Yeah. Um.
0: So. Cool. But yeah, right, I mean, we'll, we'll try and work something out at some point then. So. Yeah. There's, there's, are there's certainly up. some options for me where to where to play it. So. Yeah. We'll look into With
1: that. With holidays coming up, there's gonna be a lot more free time for most people, so it's gonna mm-hmm. be easier to, try to set something up. Yeah. Cool. Uh, the other thing I've been
0: playing is uh, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. Of course, uh, they finally put revives back into Cyber Attack. Um, hooray! Uh, it took them far too long, but I'm glad they're back in. You know, I can't complain now because they are back in the game. It just, it makes Cyber Attack such a different game mode. It almost it, it's funny because when they took, or um, if you want to say, accidentally took um, revives out, Cyber Attack basically turns into Search and Destroy just with shorter bomb times. Because um, on search it takes you seven seconds to defuse or plant, and on cyber attack it takes one second to defuse or plant. So it it is still a different game in terms of that. But with with search and destroy you can't revive, and with cyber attack you can, and it's a big part of the game. Uh, but they put the update uh, they put an update out, and in the patch notes it said like there was um no prompt basically to uh, so that the feature was probably still there, but you couldn't actually activate that the revive meter because basically you have your teammate has like a little cross over their body or near their body uh depending on where they died and stuff um and then you go over to that and it gives you a prompt you hold down the button a bar goes up and you get revived uh so they put that back in and it's just much much better um it's been interesting so i've kind of almost gotten used to not reviving and now i have to get used to reviving again but um it's uh it's been good to have that back so um it's made for some quite good games and uh they do they put the battle pass back on um as well it is the season one battle pass so it's the cold war one kind of got a little bit of an explanation to my answer uh because a, cu- a question i've had over the last several weeks is they've been explaining that your progress for warzone and for cold war will transfer over to modern warfare and my question's always been how does that work when both games are set in different time periods with diff- with completely different weapons some of which aren't on both games i sort of got the answer so basically what it is right when because i haven't got cold war i'm not playing it i'm playing modern warfare as i've been because everyone got reset to rank one you've still got all your weapon unlocks and that but yeah every season in your rank resets anyway so everybody's rank got reset to one which is fine uh... that was sort of supposed to happen as I've been ranking up, I've been unlocking guns and I keep checking them and so thinking like, okay, what have I unlocked in this game? I'm unlocking guns and perks for Black Ops Cold War. So how I think this basically works is, if I'm assuming it's working the same way on the other game. If you're getting leveled up in Cold War or in Modern Warfare, you can unlock guns for the other game. So basically, let's, let's say I go on there later and I, I get ranked up twice, I unlock a gun for Cold War. I can then go onto that game which I haven't got or whatever. Can go can go onto there, and then the weapon should be unlocked for me. It's I I I mean Call of Duty multiplayer has been around since two thousand and seven with Call of Duty four Modern Warfare. I've never ever known them to do this before, uh, which is which is interesting. Um, what do you think about that? Like kind of this weird progression between the two
1: games. Uh, it's kind of odd. It um, is odd. Yeah. I mean that's not a genre of games that I actively play so i really couldn't talk too much on that Mm um kind of just it's a little confusing um Hmm. not quite sure how that's going to work but we'll just see i guess yeah it'll be a bit
0: like uh, let's say ghost of tsushima and cyberpunk connected or something yeah and you got to a certain point in ghost of tsushima and you unlocked like a new sword and then you went and loaded up cyberpunk and that sword was available in that game that's basically how it works. And then let's say, I know there aren't guns in Ghost of Tsushima, but like, let's say you unlock a gun in Cyberpunk, it would then be available in Ghost of Tsushima. So it's like you can un- unlock things in the other game to use, and yeah, it's, it is it is weird, it is it's kind of interesting, and Call of, to my knowledge, Call of Duty's never done that before.
1: Um, yeah, the so. only time I can think of anything like that happening is um, GTA Online had unlocks that would sync with uh, Red Dead 2
0: huh okay again if you do certain they're
1: both different time periods yeah Mm. but like you if you do stuff in uh red dead 2 online uh it'll unlock stuff in gta online and vice versa it wasn't ever really like a big thing it was just like guns obviously you're not you're not gonna have laser guns in red dead 2 but
0: right right
1: yeah Uh, but interesting stuff nonetheless
0: Uh, I think we've had more than enough sort of pre-talk here, obviously we had the cyberpunk section Uh, so let's take a quick break Uh, we'll go into some housekeeping and then we'll get into the game awards and some other news as well, see you in a minute Hi there and thanks very much for listening today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links, the first of which is our Amazon affiliate link, that's where you can shop on Amazon we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra, so whether you're Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, I haven't uploaded it yet, but uh, Manchester United did beat Leeds by 6 goals to 2 today. Uh, very good performance. Uh, still some questions defensively, because there always is. But uh, Manchester United have beaten Leeds today by 6 goals to 2, and look out for that podcast roughly when this one is uploaded as well. Uh, I haven't edited it or anything, I've just uh, recorded it. So uh, look out for that, and we play it against Everton in the Carabao Cup on Wednesday as well so look out for all of that in the future. Uh Let's Play Sunday's episode of Crash Bandicoot 4. Uh Discovering Star Trek still continuing season 3 episode 10 so that's still been very very good this season. Uh United Cast, the previous game was 3-2 win against Sheffield United. Um Sheffield United who've not won a game this season but it's good to beat them. Uh, Analyzing TV, episode 5, um, talking about the future of BBC, Star, FX and Hulu. BBC have got the deal with FX at the moment and Star is coming into play for the UK in February. That should have the Hulu shows, but could it have the FX shows? Depends on what happens with the BBC deal. There was plenty to talk about there. Um, last week, um, I received a gift from someone who works on the set of the walking dead world beyond one of the walking dead shows that we podcast on because we podcast on all the shows uh it's very 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 good to receive that gift uh a letter and some and a photo and some other bits and pieces uh so me and david did a special podcast where we read uh the letter out or i read the letter out and talked about the experience and uh, all that sort of stuff so that was very very good to uh to do as well uh, the undoing series finale on hbo and sky atlantic aired a few weeks ago Uh, ...and myself and Grey talked about it. It's a spoiler-only podcast, so if you haven't seen The Undoing's final episode... uh, ...and presumably the rest of the series, uh, the limited series... ...you'll need to do that before you listen to that podcast. Um, We've got... what else have we got here? A couple of other things. Spider-Man 3 for 2021 has got some casting news. I've discussed some of that. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org... ...and on podcast platforms. I believe after we've finished recording this today we're doing a mandalorian season two um review Are you still up for doing that
1: afterwards oh absolutely
0: cool cool uh so look for all of that on entertainment and on podcast platforms i just need to find a photo that i've got here related to the last of us find it in a minute uh but we had the game awards um very recently it was last week on thursday i think Uh, i did watch it in the morning i didn't stay up until 2 a.m or whatever it was um so you didn't um watch the awards you didn't have as much interest as me in that sort of thing uh but you did see some trailers um any thoughts on
1: any of the trailers that you saw uh hang on let me pull up the trailers because i i've slept since then so um <laughs> right i'm just trying to find this photo that i've got for the last of us there it is i think uh vin diesel in the arc sequel is kind of weird that's definitely oh yeah that was a head scratcher mm. um that was strange the Mass Effect reveal trailer makes no sense, mm. but... What, you know, what, so what are they... Yeah, speaking of that, Mass Effect will continue. Yeah, basically the trailer was just in the universe, and somebody's digging around on a planet, and then you see the N7 badge. Yeah. Or like um, a headpiece or something? No, just like like a like a patch. Like a patch you would see something on like like a, that. Yeah. a yeah. jersey. Um, hood looks kind of interesting. Um... Outside of that I mean there wasn't really anything that blew me away so yeah yeah not too many not not too many big reveals there was a few to talk
0: about um I'll talk about the trailers I've got written down in a minute um uh, but let's go through the awards themselves not all of them uh, the big winner last of us 2 won 1 2 3 4 wait 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 awards um I actually I actually didn't realize they'd won that many until I started seeing Like, I was watching the awards and keeping track, of course. But, uh, yeah, so it won for Game of the Year. Best Performance, which is Laura Bailey as Abby. Um, Ashley Johnson as Ellie was the other one that was nominated uh, in terms of Last of Us. But uh, Laura Bailey won that. Innovation in Accessibility. So that is basically those less able to play games um, to be able to help them out with, like, colorblind stuff and just loads of other things as well. I I didn't look at the Last of Us's accessibility options because I I luckily didn't need to. Obviously things like subtitles are in there as well uh, but they won for that. Uh, Best action adventure game, best audio design, best game direction and best narrative. Um, Obviously I was very 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 happy. You know it's, well I don't think it's any secret that it's my game of the year unless you're new here on Entertainment Talk. This could be your first one podcast from us that you're listening to. Very very happy. Um, I did actually think that Ghost was gonna well not Nick but get uh, game of the year. Um, what do you think about the, the Game of the Year? There, Did you think Ghost was going to maybe get it? Because I did, I did actually think it was going to.
1: Well, that's kind of what annoyed me about the Game Awards and why I didn't watch it, because they put that poll out for who they thought should win, mm-hmm. and then that Neil thing, Druckmann yeah. basically just whines like a baby on Twitter about, you know, we should win this, and then everybody overreacts and mass votes Ghost to the top yeah and then that was
0: the um is it player's yeah.
1: voice or something, yeah, player's voice, yeah, and then last of us two wins, and then everybody is going at Jeff Keeler, like, what the hell, and they said oh the 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 player's voice only counts for ten percent, like then why fucking do it ten ten percent of what the the votes that they did for the poll for which game should win only counts towards ten percent of the voting for game of the year, right, is that the same for every category then because i would assume that i don't is. know that's the only category i ever saw getting a public mm-hmm. vote
0: what was what was weird to me is um because that was a publicly revealed like score for the uh-huh. for, for the vote that the player's voice because you you couldn't look up who was winning game of the year or best audio design or whatever you simply went on the game Awards site voted and that was it and then shared it on facebook and twitter if you wanted to um because I remember when the nominees came out, we went through them. Player's voice, whatever it's called, wasn't on there. And then like a few days later, after we recorded and stuff, that sort of popped up. So I, I didn't even know that was a thing. Um, and then Ghost won that, which was which was cool. Um, yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima did win Best Art Direction. I would argue, as as much as I love Last of Us 2, and I'm not going to say the opposite, because there's no point in me saying I don't love the game, because I do. Um... I would argue that you know a lot of the scenery in Ghost of Tsushima you know with the grass and stuff and the way that the wind blows and how kind of cinematic it can be I'm not talking about graphics I'm talking about cinematics is very very good that's one of the game's strong points I think as well so I would say it does deserve to win probably art direction that that's that's why one of the you know the combat was really good the story for me was hit and miss the characters were good for the most part. Uh, we did review the game if you want to know more of our thoughts and stuff. Uh, just search for Ghost of Tsushima on the website. Um, but yeah, the two things that did stick out to me about Ghost was, okay, you're doing some quite good things with like the cinematic storytelling. Um, even things like, you know, when um, Jin goes to do a duel with someone and uh, you get the sort of cinematic nature of that, which I think was a little bit like what you talked about from those old those old films and mm-hmm. things. Uh, and then the gameplay, it, it's basically the it's the best assassin's creed game i think as well i know it's not an assassin's creed game but in terms of like comparing the the stealth and the it's got very very similar sort of stealth gameplay and that kind of thing um it's it's already done that better than any assassin's creed game ever has and i've got to give it a lot of credit for that but um yeah what do you think of ghost for getting best um art direction
1: oh yeah it was absolutely a beautiful game not even just with the graphics. I mean it was beautiful with the graphics, but like like you were saying, the cinematic nature of it. And that's one of the reasons why I love it so much was that it reminded me of those old samurai movies I grew up on as a kid, which I know mm-hmm. you didn't. Yep. Um and that's just you know, neither here nor there, but that's just what it reminded me of. Um and the fact that they would put in a a grainy movie filter and call it Kurosawa mode after getting permission from the Kurosawa family to actually call it that mm-hmm. just shows that that was their influence as well. Definitely. Yeah. They, they did a great job with all that. So I can't, uh, can't and won't take that away from the game.
0: Uh, I know last of us is more of my thing. I'm obviously very, very happy. Uh, cause sit in there and you've got, um, Christopher Nolan was it? I think that re- the read out the nominations, I just thought that he was going to say ghost of Tsushima, uh, cause I was nervous obviously. Um, but it just meant that I cared about my favorite game winning, um, See, so yeah, I know you're not the Last of a guy. I, I am. But uh, what do you think of it winning what it won?
1: Not surprised. I mean, mm-hmm. I've never denied that it was a good game. I've never denied mm-hmm. that you know it's a very in- engaging game for those people that it engages with. It just it's one of those things that it never clicked with me. Fair enough. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's like you know you, you can't get ten people in a room and agree what the best topping of pizza combination of toppings is <laughs> on pizza. Um, so yeah. you're never gonna get full consensus on this is the game of the year, but given how well it sold, how well it reviewed, um, the fact that it was a stable functioning game for the most part, mm-hmm. um, not shocked that it got as many awards as it did. Yep, I definitely think it does a little bit of recency bias with it, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, uh, would I've liked Ghost to win Game of the Year? Yeah, absolutely am i mad that it didn't no um because i don't feel the need to put that kind of effort into those things chill sure. fair enough
0: um yeah I, I think we can we can agree on those things um but yeah very very happy that it won all those things uh it did win they did like a um playstation blog vote thing it won game of the year there and it won something else somewhere else i, I can't remember exactly where it was but uh it, it's won a lot of things basically and i'm very very happy about that so there we go um so that's pretty much the awards uh the one that i the one that i was um disappointed on but not surprised at all is that half life alex beat iron man vr because nobody's played iron man vr apart from me uh i know that's not true but uh it's uh, to me just so underrated but given how much half life alex was talked about i wasn't surprised about that at all uh the other one that i wasn't surprised about but still a bit disappointed uh animal crossing winning uh family game of the year of course i wouldn't crush to win that but again uh animal crossing is a massive hit it sold 15 million copies at least probably more by this point and uh people love that game as well so uh, just to sort of echo a bit what you've said you know i love i know people love that game animal crossing isn't my thing and uh but you know it's a great game from what i've heard about it and it's sold loads and loads of copies you don't do that by accident and uh it won the award for the category that it was in so, um, yeah,
1: and when you a... think about the timing, that game came out right when the first lockdown started happening. Mm. so you've got yeah. a game that literally the family can play that's a very family friendly game. Mm. Um, yeah I'm not shocked that it won you know family game. I honestly think it's well deserved. yeah I own it. I play it a little bit every now and then, not enough to really say, you know, and this is what I'm playing. I'll do like five, ten minutes here, there because it's a very chore game. like you you just set up chores for yourself to do and then back and forth but that's it's a great game for kids you know yeah all kinds of stuff
0: yeah so uh but that's very very good um yeah that was pretty much the awards that i remembered and that sort of thing um i don't think that you've got any others that you want to talk about we covered the big ones pretty much yeah so uh going back to trailers which i asked you about a minute ago um I wrote down the ones that I remembered and cared about. Uh, a new Abe trailer. Um, finally got a... Well, not a date attached to it. But finally got a... I guess time... Atta- sort of thing attached to it. Uh, March 2021. Um, you know, if they had to delay out of March 2021... I will be fine. Because, you know, as long as the game's good and all that sort of thing... I'm not going to send them death threats. Because that would be stupid. Um, but if it comes out in March 2021... I'll be very, very happy. I think this game looks very ambitious I think it looks awesome I think this could be the best Abe game and um I I'm very very interested in the angle that they take on this because this isn't a remaster of the second game this is uh I don't know if I've told the story before but basically when they were working on the first game sorry that the the original version of the second game um they had to scale back on what they were doing because they had I think it was seven months to develop the second game uh which was called Abe's Exodus so this is now that um, Oddworld Inhabitants is an independent company, or I think that they are, are at least they're able to have obviously more time because nobody can tell them what to do. Um, so they're now they're, basically they're now working on the I guess the original vision for the version of the game, which I'm I'm very happy that they're able to go and and do that sort of thing. I I always feel like it's a bit it's very annoying when you have whether it's a director of a film or a developer of a game or a writer for a TV show or something. Um, when you get your original version of whatever you've got cut down because of time or budget or corporate restraints or a mixture of all those, I just think it's great when creative people are able to go and make those sort of things. Bit, bit like with the Snyder Cut. You know, he wasn't able, Zach wasn't able to make Justice League because of many different reasons to begin with. Now he's able to do it, and that'll be great as well. Uh, but yeah, now that Oddworld Inhabitants is able to make this v- m- way more ambitious version, of this new game, granted, you know the second game is a PlayStation One game, and now we've we've gone so far fast, uh, so far um past that, and you're able to do more ambitious things with it. So that definitely helps as well, of course. But yeah, I I can't wait to see what this game looks like, and um, yeah, I just think it looks absolutely fantastic. Um, any thoughts on Abe yourself? I know that you've not mentioned it much before. I've sort
1: of. No, not really. It's not a game that's in kind of my wheelhouse, so I don't really have anything to say on it for that, so... Cool. Uh, Mass Effect will continue, we talked about that already.
0: Um, Do you think that is for the remastered trilogy, or for the next game? Because if you're saying will continue, surely that's the next part of your story, instead of the remastered part of your old
1: story. Yeah, but... I'm not quite sure where they're going to go with the story because the story had a pretty mm-hmm. definitive end, depending on which ending you took Yeah. Um. in the main trilogy. Andromeda, obviously they got around that by going to a different part of the universe. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if they're going to pick one of the endings and call that canon and then continue from there. Hmm. Or if this is just going to be the remaster, um, uh, I honestly don't know. It's one of those things that I'd like more information before I really make any kind of a decision. Maybe it's just a general sort of... The remastered trilogy is on its way.
0: There's a new game in development, so Mass Effect will continue because it will get more uh, released for it. I don't know. So, uh, But that was an interesting little teaser. Uh, the Callisto Protocol from the Dead Space writers. Um, I know that Bex plays uh, Dead Space for her um, Saturday Scream stream things.
1: Um, did you ever play much of Dead Space yourself? Uh, I honestly don't remember. <laughs> I have no idea if I have or not. That's kind of weird. Oh, okay. I think I might have played, like, a demo, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Okay, okay. Uh, But yeah, the, um, devs from before
0: that were working with EA got shut down, so they, um, weren't able to do this with... EA obviously it's not called Dead Space it's called something else but it's very much going to be a spiritual successor to Dead Space which will be great. Um, I played about a couple of hours of the first game backwards backwards compatible on Xbox One. Uh, there wasn't a reason I didn't continue. I just didn't. It's one of them things. It is one of them things where like you enjoy something, you stop playing it for no reason and then don't go back to it for no reason because you know hu- we're humans and we do that sort of thing. Uh, but I'm looking forward to this anyway. Uh, I do still want to go back and play. The uh, Dead Space games. Either on PS3 or on Xbox One. Uh, it'd be great if those could get... Not even necessarily remastered. Just ported to either... Well, you've got four options. You've either got Xbox One, PS4, PS5 or Xbox Series X. Uh, that you could do sort of like... Um, ports for them, I suppose. Uh, but that's great. I'm, I'm again kind of echoing my thoughts on Abe. I'm glad that these writers are able to go back to what they, they they like doing go back to what they're good at doing after the um you yeah, know after what happened with EA they're able to uh, go back and work on those games i think that's great uh, so i'm very much looking forward to that uh back for blood which is from the left for dead uh, developers um any thoughts on that trailer or the kind of the gameplay trailer i suppose
1: uh i don't understand why they're calling it back for blood um it's basically i think, I think just... it's basically
0: like a nod to like left for dead back for blood yeah, um, but, they, but I mean... They, they probably can't
1: use Left 4 Dead, because, you know, EA. Yeah. So uh, No, I think that's... Left 4 Dead, I think, is owned by Steam. Is it? I there, think. There, there must be
0: a reason they can't use the Left 4 Dead name. Uh, like a legal Don't name. know, but... Uh... Legal thing. Um, But anyway, yeah, I thought the uh, gameplay trailer for that was interesting. See, for me, when it comes to... You know, I've said before, I love zombie stories. I love post-apocalyptic stories, all those sort of futuristic... Dystopian future kind of stories. I'm watching um, Raised by Wolves at the moment, which is very much a dystopian future sort of series. So I, I love all those sorts of things. Um, I've never really quite been into these sort of arcade zombie team kind of games. Like like Left Left, Left for Dead, I never really got into. Uh, there hasn't been too many more of them to be honest. There was Evolve, which was sort of like that. That was more monsters than zombies, but I've never really been into those kind of arcade team games kind of thing but i'll I'll give this give this a try it's from a good set of developers so um yeah we'll see how that works out but uh yeah like i was saying there must be some sort of reason why they can't use the left for dead unless it's like maybe a fresh start kind of thing or i don't know but the back for blood's got to be some sort of nod towards left for dead um so yeah it's it's a bit of a callback i suppose so uh the other thing that I want to talk about as well, the last news piece that I've actually got, Because uh, that was pretty much it from the Game Awards, you know, we had some other things at one stuff and some other trailers. Uh they did show a bit more of um Dragon Age and like it's it's too early for me to kind of care about that at the moment. Um Oscar Isaac, so this is a bit of old news from a few weeks ago, but I wanted to bring it up. Oscar Isaac is, is in talks to play Solid Snake in a Metal Gear Solid film. Now, from what I know and from what I understand... ...Kojima isn't involved here. Uh, but somebody that he's worked with on the games... ...is the director, from what I understand. Now, for me, when it comes to... Uh, ...whether it's Metal Gear Solid or... Um, ...Silent Hill, especially with, with with PT and that sort of thing. But more, more so with Metal Gear Solid. If you're going to do anything Metal Gear Solid... ...I don't care if it's a... ...well, if it's a board game, it doesn't really matter. If it's going to be a comic book, TV show, film, game you've really got to have kojima in charge so to speak whether it's the showrunner for a show or the uh the um director for the game or the director for a film to me if you're gonna do anything metal gear related you've got to have kojima not just i don't want him as just like an executive producer or something i want him as the director if you're gonna do a a tv show or a film with a tv show it would be a showrunner would be the best option for him um the other thing, like the uh, Metal Gear Solid, has got a lot of law to it. I don't think that the film is going to do that justice. Now, on the topic of Oscar Isaac, I think he's going to be great if he does play a Solid Snake, if this film does actually happen. But yeah, I, I just, I almost think that I, I it doesn't matter to me who you've got in the lead role. Um, if you haven't got Kojima involved with something Metal Gear Solid related. I would almost say don't bother doing it. Because he's just got such a very particular brand. Weird one and wonderful. Is how we sort of described it before. Nobody else can really. Do that. Um, in the same sort of way. Now you can have people like Christopher Nolan. That do like weird stuff with Inception. And with Tenet or Tenet. And then you've got. Um, I think it's Noah Hawley. I can't remember the guy that did um, Legion. On FX. That was sort of like timey wimey and weird. And all that sort of stuff but. Kojima's brand of that is just very, very specific, and I don't think anybody else could do that. Um, but what do you think? Uh,
1: honestly, that story is so convoluted between the different games. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure you could even suss it out, regardless of who's on it or not. Hmm. Um, I mean, let's be honest. That's that's some confusing shit right there for that whole series. <laughs> yeah. Um, past that, you know, just wait till we see like a trailer or something. Make a judgment then. Mm. Yeah, because it this could still turn out to be
0: like a cool spy thriller kind of espionage action film, is what they could go for. But you've still got to kind of have that weird and wonderful stuff that Kojima does. And if you just don't have that there, it's just not the same thing, I think. So um, yeah, like yeah, again, Oscar Isaac is a, is a great actor. I really like him, but you you need Kojima, I think. So. Uh, but this film isn't coming out tomorrow or anytime soon, so, uh, we'll just have to wait and see how it plans out. Um, I'm almost surprised that Kojima's name just hasn't been mentioned to be involved with this, so, um, I think it's supposed to be a Sony film or something, um, I'd assume that he would be in there with with Sony, because of Death Stranding and the history with, uh, like, PT and with Metal Gear Solid, so, um... I don't know. We'll see how it goes in the future. But uh, that's all the news I've got. What do you want to talk about today?
1: Uh, well, we've got a ton of interesting stuff mm-hmm. uh, for the for our US listeners. Uh, you might want to get on Twitter right now. Xbox is doing a Mandalorian themed two-controller giveaway. One featuring the title character and the other featuring Baby Yoda. Because who doesn't want controllers with uh, Mando and Baby Yoda? Sure. Uh, it's Free to enter, uh, open to residents of the 50 U.S. states. Uh, you just have to go to the Xbox Twitter account, uh, find the tweet, retweet it, and you're entered. Uh, deadline is uh, the 28th of this month, obviously. They're not going to drag this out super long. And good luck to whoever wins. Uh, did you get a chance to see the uh, what it looked like? No, uh, I have seen the season finale episode, which we'll talk about when
0: uh, we do the podcast. But no, I haven't seen the... Uh controllers i'll have to have a look at those um, yeah they're the
1: newer style they've got that weird third button in the middle um so they're okay. series s series x style controllers mm-hmm. um yeah. and, I, and i gotta admit, that's the one thing that microsoft has always done way better than sony is getting a lot of personality in the controllers i mean you can buy Definitely. some some controllers for your ps4 and ps5 but they, they just don't have the range like, mm-hmm. all the different crazy colors, the fact that you could build your own to look however you want it on their labs. I don't know if they've restarted their labs yet. I know they shut it down um, about a month before uh, the new consoles came out so they could, you know, get them to the new updated version. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, Microsoft has always had just way better looking controllers in terms of, you know, personality and style. hmm
0: Yeah. Uh, speaking quickly about uh, the Mando himself and the the child or Baby Yoda or whatever you want to call him these days, um, they did announce in the Game Awards. I'm just gonna I, I haven't really got too many thoughts on this. I just wanted to kind of include it here. Uh, Kratos, Master Chief, Daryl mm-hmm. and Michonne from Walking Dead, and uh, Mandalorian are all now either going to be in Fortnite soon or already in there. So that's Fortnite for you. So I I don't have any thoughts on that really. I I play you know Fortnite with my sister and my niece, and if you want to play it, but other than that, I don't go on the game. So um, any thoughts on any of those characters being
1: added? Uh it is what it is. Yep. I mean, they're gonna do that eventually. That's how they keep that game relevant. Because mm-hmm. um, remember, they did themed ones for both uh, Infinity Wars and In Game. Yeah, they put. Thanos uh, and I know they've done themes for other things as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I don't play those style of games, but I'm not going to crap all over it because, you know, it's just marketing. Yep. Uh, but just wanted to include that. Um, yeah, it's cool that you can... I'll have to look this
0: uh, Mandalorian controller up and uh, have a look at that. But, yeah, I've still just got my blue and my white PS4 controller. One of them's actually connected to the adapter on my... Um, Switch dock, and then the other one I use regularly with my PlayStation. But if one of them messes up, I can just use the other one, which is good. So, uh, What else did you want to talk
1: about today? Uh, ordinarily, in a normal sane world, I'd already be booking my ticket, but we can't travel right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Super Mario World at Universal Studios Japan is getting ready to open up uh, once that country opens back up. Uh, they did a Nintendo Direct on the 18th, and they showed some footage in the video, uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, who created the Super Mario franchise, walks around the land. Uh, you enter the the uh, that part of the uh, um, brain fart um, the entertainment camp. I, I can't think of the word entertainment camp. Anyway, right uh, there's a giant warp pipe. You walk into that into Peach's castle. Um, there's some kart racing for kart racing enthusiasts. Um, uh, there's bands. Um, you, there's like blocks you can hit to unlock hidden items um all kinds of crazy stuff you should really see the the video of it it's it's cool i want to go like right now
0: yeah i haven't been to any kind of theme park for a long time theme Uh, park thank you that my brain wouldn't is that the word you were actually not pull that
1: word out of the air oh okay yeah
0: (laughs) all right um but yeah i haven't been to one of them in in a long time i think the last time i went was like um thought park maybe about five or six years ago um but yeah it's always cool when you have themed versions of them i remember when i did um went on the saw ride uh which was actually quite cool um there's some like walking dead attractions that don't really uh, well they're, they're just sort of generic zombie attractions one of them's got a bit more there's there's two i know that there's, there's two walking dead attractions one of them's a ride i think and one of them's like a walkthrough thing i think one of them actually got closed down i'm not completely sure about that but one of them was just like this really generic zombie thing and then the other one actually had like specific things from the series um so but i think one of them closed um but yeah i mean adding video games to it would be great obviously you know uh the all the disney theme parks speak to them for themselves star wars marvel disney pixar uh, i'd love to go to one of them um because i'd love to go on the um New Toy Story thing that they've got as well. That would be cool. I'd imagine it would be incredibly expensive to go there, but uh oh I yeah, do, I, I do want to do that one day. And then they've got is it Galaxy's Edge as well, like with the Millennium Falcon and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really cool. So yeah, a lot of the places are really exciting, and um I can't think of as many video games that have done it as as opposed to films that have got theme parks. Like, there's been Terminator rides and Jaws, and like I said, all all the Disney stuff that's that's out there. But yeah there isn't that many at least from what i know i mean i haven't got the most experience with theme parks but um video games would be cool to add to it as well um speaking of zombie stuff you could do like a last of us kind of thing maybe um as well Uh, i mean you could have a whole you could have uh, because you said this this is like a nintendo themed kind of place um Mm -hmm. you you should probably get one that's playstation themed as well with all the playstation stuff and one that's Xbox themed as well uh, like you could have some cool space stuff with um Halo maybe in there uh there's there's tons and tons of ideas that you could use uh even third party as well like an assassins creed attraction or like a watch dogs thing or something um there's tons of options but um what do you think
1: uh well the original universal studios in orlando florida i actually went the year that it was opened i was 19 so that was almost 30 years ago um the thing that I like most about it, I mean, all the rides were obviously movie themed since it is Universal Studios. So everything was like Back to the Future or this and that and the other. Yeah. Uh, The thing I liked is that they figured out a way to make the crowd, the lines move really, really fast. You still spend a crazy amount of time in lines. You just don't feel it because the way that the rides are set up is like most of them are kind of a virtual ride um, to where you're in like a room with a screen and then you're on whatever that's on a piston that pivots up and down and all around. Mm-hmm. Or if it's a travel, they just don't have a long series of carts. You just have a cart, go, cart, go. And that way you just, you know, how's it doing, keep it moving mm. kind of a thing. So Because if you're moving, you know, six people every 30 seconds, you blow through that line pretty quick. Um, it was it was a fun time. I had a blast. Um, some friends of my parents had kids that were my age and the four of us went and we just kind of hung out all day. It was a ton of fun. Mm. um haven't been back since but that's just because you know i'm solo it's kind of weird to go to those places when you're just by yourself especially when you're somebody my age (laughs) it's super weird Mm. Mm. um but yeah i would love to go i've always wanted to go to japan but that's one of those things that i'd have to go with somebody that spoke the language because i can't speak any japanese Mm. and i don't want to be a dumb tourist i as someone who grew up in a town where there's a lot of people coming outside the state and outside the country in, and you see both sides of that, I just don't want to be a dumb tourist. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, I remember going to Thorpe Park
0: with my sister about five or six years ago. That was the last time I went to a theme park. And uh, there was one ride that we queued up for for two hours. And like it was a, it was a great day and all that. I had, I had a lot of fun. Um, But there was one ride that we queued up for for two hours. The ride lasted... 30 seconds and it was uh very head bumpy if if that's a word to use and yeah it was over very quickly but uh that, w- that wasn't very good but other than that it was it was quite a good day that we had so uh anyway let's move on from that what else did you want to talk about today
1: uh well as you know ea's uh play became a part of game pass earlier this year mm-hmm. and so a lot of ea play games are available if you have game pass or ultimate uh the service was supposed to come to uh pc but that's getting delayed until after outside 2020 into 2021 which is weird to think about that 2020 is almost over um yeah, they don't like give us spec- 11 days left yeah so. they don't give a specific day when it's gonna come but it will be in pc probably like the first month or so cool. i'm sure they're just getting some testing done um make sure that it works okay on the mm. pc yeah, but outside of that, um, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just one of those things that it's it's already on console. It's just getting, uh, um, pushback later. Cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's fine. You know, you got to make sure that things work and all that. Uh, you can still get it on Xbox and and whatnot. Um, I did actually. Oh, that's something I forgot to talk about. I did try to use um, I was it called to stream my Xbox to my phone. I can't remember what the thing's actually called. Um, and it didn't work very well. So I I basically just uh, tried to play a normal game of FIFA. Um, I the menus were like a little bit laggy. I went into just a kickoff game. As soon as I started passing the ball around, it just cut out. So, um, but I tried it out. I well, I was I remember saying before I was curious to try it out because you know Stadia doesn't work either at least for me, and uh, I tried it out. So um but yeah i did sign up to game pass recently because i wanted to play ori and uh try out gears tactics and those sorts of things um i continue with ori uh the, the second game and try out gears tactics but uh yeah i you know we will see when game pass gets launched do you think, is it, do you think it'll be just like january 2021 probably january and... maybe february march yeah. at the absolute latest mm-hmm. cool all right so we'll see what happens with that uh
1: what else did you want to talk about today Uh, well, this is from the category of what the hell is wrong with you. Uh, there was a thing that went viral a couple weeks ago about this six-year-old Call of Duty player, uh, called Rowdy Rogan, apparently getting banned. Um, because he's six years old from Activision. Um, he's six, but he's got ninety-five thousand followers on Twitch and one hundred and thirty-two thousand followers on YouTube. Uh, he put a his parents put a video on his uh, Twitter account. That it looks like it's him getting banned. Uh, turns out that was just a big scam. It was a it was a con cooked up by his dad to try to get him on the Phase Clan's uh, radar and try to get him some kind of interaction with that. It's like, what in the actual hell, people? You're using your six-year-old kid as a prop for something like this. I I'm done with people. I'm just done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's not great.
0: I mean, um. What was I gonna say? Yeah, I mean, he's already. It sounds like he's already doing. I can't remember the numbers that you just said, but for YouTube and Twitch, already doing yeah. quite well. And he's only six. I mean, he shouldn't be playing Call of Duty. That's the other part of this. Well,
1: um, uh, that that's his uh, parents' decision. Sure. More, he yeah. shouldn't have a Twitch and a YouTube because you have to be 13 to have a YouTube, I think. And I don't know I how old you, you have to be to have yeah. a Twitch, but I know there's an age requirement for that. Yeah, because there's like a there's an upload option
0: for YouTube. Um, like a made for kids thing for thir- yeah. If if it's 13 and under, it is for kids. If it's intended for over 13, then you don't click that button. Um, so and I never click the button, and I've never gotten any messages about that or anything. So, um, I remember when YouTube was was doing that. I can't remember the name of the actual program thing for it, but like if I mem- I remember they said something about like if if you upload a video and you do click the under 13's button and it's not suitable for that then you'll get like fined but then I, I never heard about anybody getting fined um I think that was launched at the start of this year and everyone got like really panicky about they'd have to pay loads of money for videos but I ne- once it actually launched I never heard about it
1: so I, actually so I didn't even know something. it was a thing but then I never uh well not never I uploaded I think like four videos to my YouTube account uh-huh. I never, I just never got around to making anything out of that Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So but um yeah, that is what it is. So uh what else did you want to talk about today?
1: Uh we'll end on a funny note. Um you the people that know me know I love harmless trolls. Like when you do something that's a troll but nobody gets hurt, it's not, you know, pissing anybody off, you're just doing it for yucks and you get it through. Love it. It's one of my favorite things. Like um back in April we um the Twitch streamer and uh, sweet Anita treated out a troll saying that she started an OnlyFans account. And it was just a link to a SoundCloud file playing that Jebated song. Oh, yeah. yeah I that, that was hilarious. So, um, KT's, uh, KTVZ21 in Oregon is a news channel and they have an out and about segment that promotes outdoor activities, hi- hiking, landscaping, photography, things like that. And they let viewers submit pictures. Uh, well, this guy's daughter. Um, submitted two pictures from Red Dead Redemption 2 for their out-and-about story, and they fell for it both times. So it's actually... they're actually Looking at the shot, you can see it's on the news, and they're saying out-and-about, courtesy, mm-hmm. and they give the girl's name, and it's Red Dead 2, which is hilarious. Absolutely <laughs> hilarious.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, as long as you... If you're doing a prank like that, as long as you're not stealing something from somebody or hurting somebody or hurting yourself or whatever then then that's fine um you know but uh yeah i mean that's all in good spirits that's pretty cool um do you know what
1: the pictures were at all just of scenery because it's out and about all right so it's like landscape like if you ever looked up uh landscape photography or anything like that um basically that's just what it is Hmm, cool all right um any thoughts on this yourself like i said i think it's fucking hilarious (laughs) yeah Um, but past that no good honor you know, you you make them fall for it twice. That's on them. So, mm-hmm. cool. All right. Um, anything
0: else you want to talk about today?
1: Uh, no, that's all I had.
0: So, cool. All right. Uh, that's all the news and the impressions and whatnot. Uh, let's finish off. This is the last podcast for the year, as well. Uh, let me just actually try to decide this now. I'll bring up my calendar. Um, so you're you're going to be back at your old job? You said. Yep. Soon? Starting next week. Okay, so we'll be back on the Tuesday sort of late-ish schedule that yeah. like you said about before. Uh, so we've either got the fifth or the twelfth of January that we can do. Um, I'll see how I feel on the fifth because I'm I'm a little bit burned out from content at the moment because it's been you know uh, a while since I've had a break. So I'll see how I feel on the week of the fifth. If not, we will come back on the twelfth, which is the week after. Is that good with you? Mhm. Yep. So that is the Christmas week. Uh, so next week is the christmas week basically like the 23rd and 4th and 5th uh then you've got the end of the year to the start of the year so sort of the 30th through to the first and second and all that then the week after that which is the week of the 5th and then the one after that which is the week of the 12th so a couple of weeks away uh there won't be any massive news i don't think unless it's like updates for cyberpunk and stuff um which we can we can talk about that pretty much when we come back but you know the game awards are done uh, we know kind of what's coming out at the start of the year and all that sort of thing so I don't think we'll miss anything too massive outside of like cyberpunk uh, patch updates and stuff um, so yeah uh, but let's move on to so that's that sorted let's move on to the questions feedback and whatnot. Um you can send yours in you can still send them in we'll just add them up to the next podcast next year uh, matthew at dot twitter EtalkUK. there's contact page and information in your show notes jordan starts off um and he or she i don't know if this is a man or a woman because you can be called jordan if you're either um and i only i don't have that information to hand uh but so the last of us two had won uh four game of the year awards um there was actually i think a bit a a few more than that but oh game of the year awards yeah because it won joystick game of the year playstation game of the year and like i said uh, like i said earlier there was that one other place that it won game of the year but i can't remember where it was so yeah four game of the year awards has a game done that before um it probably has not to my recollection that it's done that um i know god of war did really really well when it came out um but in terms of like winning like i don't know golden joystick awards or uh, game of the year and playstation game of the year i can't think of a game
1: off the top of my head that's done that before um can you think of one uh, not immediately, but then a lot of these awards are kind of newer, so, you know, going back yeah, even 10 yeah. years, we didn't have as many award shows, so it's kind of hard to say if mm. one has or hasn't done that yet, so. Yeah, yeah, so maybe they have, maybe they haven't. My um, guess would be something like God of War, or, uh,
0: because that was the God of War Red Dead Spider-Man year, wasn't it? 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm guessing those awards were probably a little bit more shared out, but, uh, not that I recall so
1: yeah um, and I'm sure like the year Halo 3 came out it won a bunch of awards um probably something like that yeah Call of, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare won quite a
0: lot when that came out um, Yeah, I think that won game of the year twice and I've never I've never known a game to do that before because I know that it won game of the year for 2007 and for 2008 uh obviously things were a bit different back then I don't know how that happened because technically if you win if you win game of the year for 2008 but you got released in 2007 you shouldn't really be eligible especially if you got nominated and won the year before but you're talking 12 or 13 years ago so things mm-hmm. were different back then. Uh, Harrison says, um, so Harrison writes in again, hey lads, thanks for a great 2020 and all the advice and general entertainment you have given me. Have a great Christmas, lads. Um, well, thank you very much for writing in on the different occasions that you have. I hope you and your, yes, his son, isn't it, that he's written about before. I uh, hope you and your son have a very good Christmas. Hopefully um, you have a good time together and all that. Um, I don't know his situation outside of that but i hope you have a very good christmas as well thank you very very much for writing in on the different occasions that you have um anything yeah thank
1: everybody for that writes in because of course yeah that's really helpful for us because one it reminds us that people are actually listening Mm -hmm. and two i love writing into the the shows that i listen to um and it's always good to get that fan interaction so i love it on both ends so you know, keep writing in, even if it's just a silly question. You know, if you mm-hmm. want to ask something completely random, go ahead and do that. Yep. Cool.
0: Uh, but yeah, thank you to everybody who has written in as well. And I hope all of you have a very good Christmas and a good start to the year. Uh, and finally, Yasmin says, "Uh, what are you two planning to play for the Christmas break? I'm going to be playing more Animal Crossing and starting Sackboy on PS4. Uh, I have got Sackboy on my Boomerang list as well. So I might get sent that at some point. Oh, I did get an email the other day. uh, That Spider-Man Miles Morales for PS4 is on the way. I don't know when that will arrive. Because you're talking about raw Mail. Uh, I doubt it will actually be next week. It will probably be the week after that. But um, we shall see. Uh, For me, Cyberpunk still playing bits of that. Uh, If Spider-Man arrives, I'll play some some of that. I'm sure I'll play some Call of Duty over the break. Uh, Try and finish Mario Sunshine. Because I've got think it's 11 shines or whatever it's called to get I think it's that many that I've got left um what else was I gonna play I try and finish Ori and the Will of the Wisps which came out in like March or whenever because uh, I've got that on Game Pass so I need to go and finish that um I can't think of any VR games that I've got to play I remember um last year for the Christmas break I'm sure I was playing Astro Bot um the vr game not 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 astro's playroom on ps5 uh astro bot the vr game There might have been christmas 2018 it was either 2018 or 2019 i can't quite remember but uh that was quite good to do over the christmas break as well um but that's mostly gonna be from me i've got like tons of shows and films and other things to watch as well so um how about yourself
1: um, I'm definitely going to finish the main story with cyberpunk. I've mm-hmm. already made that call. And then I'm probably just going to backburner it until I can either get a series X and play it on a better looking setup or they come out with enough patches to where it's looks better on my system. Uh, then I'll probably go back to Assassin's Creed Valhalla and finish that story off just cause I want to kind of see how the story goes. Um, might dip into Animal Crossing a little bit every now and then. I forgot um, that you've got a switch, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got it and I barely use it, but that's that's on me. <laughs> that's that's on me, not anything else. Mm-hmm. What really weirded me out, um we talked about this off air, but I was I wanted to get Breath of the Wild um as part of like either a Black Friday or a Cyber Money, but it never went on sale. Which is weird that it's basically a three year old mm. game still at full price. It on, is on uh, yeah on on pretty much anywhere you were you buy it so mhm yeah no i've seen it on sale
0: once in the 3 years it's been out almost 4 years uh next year cuz it's a 2017 game so in yeah, march next year it'll be 4 years old uh which is crazy that breath of the world is almost 4 years old but yeah i've seen that game on sale once the entire time it's been out e- even like black friday sales and christmas sales and switch sales it's never been on sale other than once at least that i've seen um, and it was £30 at the time. Because mm-hmm. um, I couldn't rent that game through Boomerang because they just kept having no stock for it. Because, well, ev- everybody that had a Switch at the time was playing it. So I just never got a chance to rent it. But um, I didn't mind paying for that. It was a great experience. But yeah. yeah and that's why bref- I've never bref- done. I've
1: just never really been on sale. So. Yeah. And that's why I've never done the rental service because imagine trying to logistically do that for a country with 350 million people. Mm. <laughs> nothing would ever be in stock you you couldn't buy enough stock to to logistically do that yeah. like you could maybe do it state by state have like a rental service but in one state even then your stock's gonna be pretty thin so i mean boomerang's been you know reliable for for the most part
0: um for the three years that i've had it i remember i signed up on a on a christmas um one year, I think I can probably look it up on my account or something, but I'm pretty sure I've had it for about two or three years, and uh, the only time I, well didn't deactivate it, but put it on like a rental holiday thing was when I had Last of Us because I bought that game and then I I knew I wasn't going to play anything else for like a couple of weeks, so uh, that was the only time I sort of put that on hold Um, but it's been pretty reliable other than that so um, yeah I've got Sackboy on my list Uh, haven't had it sent to me yet. I do have like I said Spiderman on the way so if that arrives I'll play that but yeah time will probably go faster than what we expect and we'll be back doing the next podcast uh, before you know it so uh, again thank you everybody very very much who's written in this year and listened and supported the podcast and enjoyed it and everything like that Um, Robert thank you for joining me this year for all the episodes that we've done um, and uh, we'll probably be doing the Arrowverse shows. I imagine in, at some point in February, as well. Yeah, I think so, they come back in February. Yeah. So uh, yeah, thank you, Robert, for joining me this year as well. I know that your work schedule has been a little bit difficult sometimes, and you try to fit the podcast around that. So uh, thank you very, very much for doing all of that. And uh, until next time, we will see you in the future on entertainmenttalk.org dot org. If you like what you've heard today, and you want to support more of it, you can support us on Patreon. There is the $1 and $3 level tiers for ad-free podcast and review options. Um, Word of mouth and social media. You can simply tell people that you know about the content that we've got. Either word of mouth or social media, Facebook, Twitter, Facebook groups, whatever you use. Uh, All of that. Uh, If you want your up-to-date reliable TV and film news, uh, Geek Town is your go-to for that. Geek and Geek Town Radio on Tuesdays. Uh, That's on a Christmas hiatus at the moment, the podcast for that. Um, If you still want to enter in the Geek Town Awards, which you can still do, geektown.co.uk forward slash awards. There's also probably a link on the website that David's put. Uh, Go and vote on your favourite shows, games and films for 2020 and your most anticipated for 2021. Uh, You've got until the 31st of December to enter into that as well, into the prize draw and stuff and to vote. So make sure you go and do... All of that as well. Uh, for Twitch, in the meantime, in the meantime, I'll be streaming bits and pieces over the Christmas break. I don't know when or what games, but uh, pretty much the same games I've been playing. Um, you can find me on Twitch, eTalkUK. You can also find Bex. I don't know her Christmas schedule, but look out for her on Twitch as well. Um, TristaBytes, TristaBBytes. Just go, just go and follow both of us on Twitch. And you'll be notified when we go live. And uh, look out for Let's Play Sundays as well. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great Christmas. Have a very good start to your year when that happens. And we will see you next year. Goodbye. Goodbye.